0: The Producer Boost Podcast is where we help people get rid of the excuses and give you the boost you need to better your business, your job, or even your everyday life. Come take a listen, join us, and I hope we can help. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Producer Boost Podcast, another awesome episode. And I have to say, I am super excited today because we have my friend, my uh <laughs> he's visiting us from San Antonio and let me tell you, our agency is about to blow up because we're doing some really, really awesome things. Um, but aside from that, I wanted to bring on my friend Matt Temin with um, Med- uh, Missouri Medicare Advisors. Right. Advisor. Dang it, That's I messed right. that up. Why can't I get that right? It's
1: I think it's the multiple M's. You know, you got Matt with Missouri Medicare Advisors. Uh, it's just too many M's. Yeah, it could I, be. I get it. I get it though. <laughs>
0: So, Matt Temin with Missouri Medicare Advisors out there in Springfield, Missouri. So, if you're needing help with Medicare or if you're looking to join a team, you might want to listen into this podcast because, um, let me tell you, how old are you, Matt?
1: I am 25.
0: Okay, guys, if you're out there wondering, man, I'm young. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm still trying to figure stuff out. I I got, like, my whole life ahead of me. Let me, figure, let me tell you that Matt, I mean, he... At 25 years old, I don't even know what I was doing, to be quite honest. I don't know what I was doing. Matt is a very successful insurance agency owner. He coaches. He trains agents. He has a fairly large agency. And not only that, they help people on Medicare um, with their their, uh, insurance solutions. And you guys are helping a crap ton of people.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I started in the in the industry um, close to three years now, and I started okay. out on the life side, mm-hmm. and um, did mortgage protection. Was traveling all over the place to do that. And then about two years ago, had some roll-up debt in the hierarchy. Ooh. And uh, a lot of my agents were, were just not making any money. You know, mm-hmm. it was a, a recruiting-focused IMO. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw personal friends of mine that I got into the business, and they're like, hey, I'm not making anything. So yeah. it was a mix of getting rolled some debt and also, um, you know, them not making money that mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. like, okay, we need to look at something else. Yeah. And so we, we looked at Medicare and started about two years ago. And I just started out going into homes, helping Mm -hmm. people, you know, LAS, direct mail leads, things like that. Uh, We started getting into the digital space a little bit Mm -hmm. and started doing like digital LAS leads Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. things like that. Um, Then I started an office uh, maybe like a year and a half ago uh, with just myself. So I was the only person in the office. I remember. And um, that I mean, that was going good. I was doing seminars and then right before AEP brought on a couple LOA agents and now I have seven employees. That
0: is, that is so. a huge accomplishment. I I admire you because you, although you're young, you don't, I don't see, like, I was like, oh my God, I'm almost like 15 years older than Matt's crazy. But uh, we just vibe really well together. We have the same vision. And um, I just admire everything that you're doing over there at your agency. It's really, really good. And I'm sure all of your employees there, they're like, they're really, are, do you feel like they're really excited to work with somebody that's like, like growing so fast like do they see the same vision like how important is that to you when you have employees and they're like on the same vision as you like or do you kind of like what's what when you bring somebody on what does that typically look like who are you looking for
1: so typically someone young um Uh you know we're a pretty tech heavy office so Mm -hmm. so like no paper and Mm -hmm. you know systems and crms and things like that Mm -hmm. um so that that's important yeah um everyone in my office is under 30 says one gentleman who's yeah. 47 <laughs> and uh, he's great but he does a lot of our community stuff uh-huh. um, but really what I'm looking for is just someone who has the grit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because at the end of the day if you're making a call or you're sitting down with a client or maybe someone's mad at you mm-hmm. I just want to know that you have the grit to mm-hmm. keep going yeah and and with that to, to have that grit mm-hmm. I think you need to have buy-in into the business and mm-hmm. so I can never expect someone to have the buy-in that I have because mm-hmm. I'm the one. It's my business. I'm yeah. putting up the money, all that good stuff. Um, but I think that my office has a lot of buy-in. Mm-hmm. Like they care about the business. They like being there. It's not something where they're just going to a job and mm-hmm. hating it. I think you know you'd have to ask them for yeah. sure. But I think people actually like coming to the office. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. It's important to have that um, that. Well, buy-in as far as vision too, right? Because you want them to be, if they're kind of going left and you're going right and they're not on the same path, it makes things really hard to, to make them adapt or help them adapt and get better. Um, but when you say grit, so there's a lot of young agents. You say you work with mostly under 30 agents. Now in the Medicare industry, um, the average age of an agent is 60 years old, right? Um so that means there's a lot of agents that are going to be leaving the industry within about 5 to 10 years I'm assuming. I, w- I would probably not want to work at 70. Who knows? I my my, my my might still be working. Um but how does somebody so young find it within themselves to really motivate? Like when money's not too much of an issue, maybe they, you know, they've never really experienced like having to like figure stuff out on their own. How can someone like really like find that within themselves to find that motivation to get to that next level like what do you think it would take is it something that can be done do you think it's something that it's just too bad so sad you're never gonna have it like what do you think that that would entail
1: i think i think it's a skill so i think that everything in life can be learned i think Mm -hmm. that everything you can do Quite literally anything. Yeah. Um. You know, maybe being a professional athlete, maybe that's not one of them, but anything in the business world, I think is possible. Um, but what it comes down to is there's stages of life of motivation. And so like, like when I started out in the business, I was just trying to get out of credit card debt, mm-hmm. right? Because I, I was going to do whatever it took to get it done. But my motivation was to get out of debt. And so you get out of debt. And now that then the motivation was like, okay, I want to make X income, mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah. then then you hit that stuff. And now my motivation is I want to build a world class company mm-hmm. that my employees like coming to that mm-hmm. has an impact on the community. Um, so it's just a different goal. And like you asked me a year from now, and it's probably gonna be a different motivation, mm-hmm. a different vision. But if someone's looking for motivation, you know, um, you just gotta look at your situation and say, Hey, I want this. Mm-hmm. Just get, you know, I don't know how you build motivation, but for me. I run away from pain. I think there's two types. You can either run away from pain, mm-hmm. or you can run towards pleasure. Mm-hmm. And so, personally, for me, like growing up, we didn't have everything we wanted to have, and mm-hmm. so I'm a guy. I run away from pain. Yeah. And just be self aware. Be like, hey, am I a person who runs towards pleasure, or do I run from pain? Mm-hmm. And then make that real. Make it like, hey, if I don't do xxx, then this is going to happen. Or if it's pleasure, then if if I do do this, what's yeah. going to happen? And just kind of figure out the the way you work and be aware and you know, solve problems. That
0: that is a great. um, So for those of you that are listening that are not business owners, that you're just like, you're, you're just looking at this podcast to get a boost in your situation. Maybe you're stuck. Maybe you're feeling down. Maybe you just lost your job. You're getting back into the workforce, whatever that might be. That right there applies to anybody, right? Either like fight or flight, right? Or, I like the fact that do you run towards pleasure or run away from pain? I'm a, I'm a run away from pain kind of person. I have a similar situation. We didn't come from money. We were, you know, so I, I said in a podcast one time, I'm not scared to be there cause I was there, but I don't want to be back there. Right. Right? right. But I think, I don't know. I think I'm more like run away from pain cause I don't want to deal with the stress. So you got to identify who you are. Are you a person that runs towards pleasure, which is not a bad thing, right? There's there's no right
1: or wrong. Yeah, there's no right or wrong.
0: That's good. I like that. So that's one one nugget right there, guys, that you guys can um, remember and write down. What's some advice that you can give to somebody that um, maybe is kind of like they're at a really good job. They're kind of in this rut. They're really like needing that help. But everybody around them is so negative. Maybe they have negative family members telling them, no, 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 you can't leave that job because if you've worked so hard, you went to college all your life to get this job, but their heart's not there. Like, do you think that's important? Like somebody should sacrifice their like, I guess, mental, like unhappiness staying somewhere, which has a good, you know, pay and good benefits versus like really finding something that you want to do. What do you, what do you think on that?
1: So this may be a little blunt but whenever I started out in the entrepreneur space mm-hmm. a mentor told me he said look at what you want and then lo- only listen to people who have what you want. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So in this it's it's difficult sometimes because let's say it's your parents or your friends or your spouse is telling you not to do something mm. or or do something that you don't want to do. Yeah you know, it's, it is blunt, but you got to look at them and and, and think to yourself like, Hey, do, do they have what I want? Mm -hmm. And if they don't, I wouldn't take advice from Mm -hmm, them. mm -hmm. Right. Like a lot of times, generally your parents do not have what you want. Like a lot of times, you know, the parents do one thing and the kid does something totally different, or maybe it's something where you get into the same business, who knows. But I, I would not take advice from someone who does not have what you want Mm -hmm. because like, like why, you know, why would you value that if they don't have, if they've yeah. never figured out what you want to figure out.
0: And it almost creates like this contempt or resentment at some point, like you're forcing me to always do this and I never wanted to do that. But when it comes down to it, it comes down to like personal accountability, like you guys need to start taking accountability for just the decisions that you make or the decisions that you have not made. Right. So like for those of you that are on the couch and why me and why don't I have what Matt has and why don't I have what Mm -hmm. that guy is doing? And oh, he just bought this or that. It's because you've probably made a decision or made multiple decisions that led up to this point. But maybe you need to change the direction. Like maybe you need to start making different choices, different decisions. And
1: when I started in the business, like I can tell you right now, it was to prove people wrong. It was like, you know, because I dropped out of college and stuff. And so everyone was like, that's a terrible decision, mm-hmm. which maybe it was, you know, maybe it was a bad decision. Um, But everyone's like, you're not going to make it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to prove you all wrong. Mm-hmm. And so my motivation was like to prove people wrong. And I, I got to the point where I was like, none of it matters. Mm-hmm. None, nobody's actually thinking about what I do. Nobody like, do people care about me? Yes. But they don't they don't really care that I like dropped out of school and they like If I prove them wrong, it's not going to affect anything, right? So now I'm at a place where, like, I don't really care what anyone thinks about me. Mm -hmm. I don't really – people aren't even Mm -hmm. thinking about me anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just that they're not. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just at a place now where um, it's, like, aggressive contentment, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I'm very – I'm not trying to prove anyone wrong. I'm not trying to – I am who I am, but Mm -hmm. I still want to aggressively grow and become better and grow as a person, grow as a business, grow – everything.
0: Yeah. It's that drive. It's that, that prey drive, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which I want to bring up a point because that is so important because I think what holds a lot of people back is they worry too much about what other people think of them, whether it's their weight, whether it's how they look, how they sound, how, where they are in their financial status. Um, How do you think that's helped you? Because you said, I don't really give a crap about what people think of me. I'm just going to do what I want to do. How do you think that's helped you? Do you think that that's helped you surpass a lot of people that are looking back? Like, what's that person doing? What's this person doing? Why are they there first and not me? Like, how do you think that's helped you when you don't think, when you don't worry about what people think?
1: I see it a lot, like even in my agents sometimes, where where they will not do a marketing thing, or they won't spend X money, or they maybe it's not even a financial thing, Mm -hmm. but they won't do it because they're scared of what either other agents, or their friends, or whatever Mm -hmm. think about them, and and that that one decision could have been the thing that blows up their business. Yeah, and uh, I not only see that in business decisions, I see that in life decisions, and so like they won't do X thing because Mm -hmm. of what people think about them, and if you can just think to yourself and this is probably from a book somewhere but like people aren't thinking about you you know like like they're They're just not 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 special like like yeah i mean you're you're it's not you know it's not that you're not that special it's just like they're just not everyone is thinking about what you're thinking them
0: yeah they're not even
1: they're not even thinking about you they're thinking about what you are thinking about them because that's just how people work. And so if you can be aware, I talk about with their office a lot, just being aware of Mm. what's going on. Like if you get frustrated, that's fine. Just be aware and be able to bring yourself back. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're aware of how your brain works and how psychology Mm -hmm. works, you can then free yourself of how human psychology works and kind of just do what you want to do and figure your thing out.
0: Yeah, that's good because this doesn't apply to just business owners. Like this applies to anybody that's out there. I would say that's probably... And it's hard to say that because I can't sit here and say I don't 100% don't care what people think of me. There's a small part that I'm like, ah, oh, crap. But then I like I'm aware and I get myself back on track. Like, who gives a crap? Mm-hmm. Like, they're not paying my bills. They're not. I, everybody. The the problem that I think we see is when there's a lot of fluff out there in any industry. You got people faking it. I mean, gosh, have I've, if y'all haven't seen that inventing Anna or whatever. How many people out there are pretending to be something that they're not, right? And so you can't base your success or your goals on what that person is doing or achieved. Now, it's great to have mentors and people that you look up to and say, okay, that's kind of what I want. So I'm going to do similar things to what they're doing but if you constantly worry about oh my god what's that girl from high school going to think of me on camera now you know or what's that agency owner that's making 10 million dollars going to think of me putting ads out there and content out there or whatever it might be you're always going to be like three steps behind cuz you're always thinking about what other people are thinking
1: yeah and and even if that person is thinking negative thoughts like they're probably not going anywhere with their life mm. i mean they're, they're probably not because if they're making fun of like this is going to be on YouTube, I think, right? If they're making fun of a YouTube video, like what are they even doing? Mm. You know, who ca- who cares? And so I got to that point and it's a good place to be. And it's something you got to work on yeah. continuously. But I, I personally, you know, I'm going to work on my life yeah. and then give money away. Mm-hmm. And the only way to like really make an impact is to figure yourself out first yeah. and then you can help other people figure out their stuff.
0: That's good. That's good. What, what is one of the books you've read um, because I know I'm sure you've or Audible or whatever. Um, what is what is one of the books or a mentor or a podcast or whatever you think that has helped you like really level up? Or was it just yourself? Like what what have you done to really, really level up?
1: Yeah. So there, there's one book that I have listened to probably i mean i'm not kidding like a thousand times like mm-hmm. over the past three years i've listened to it basically every day mm-hmm. including weekends christmas the mm-hmm. whole deal i listen to it every single morning and I, I did this morning it's called the strangest secret and so i have a couple of my employees doing that and it's just it all it is it's about 45 minutes and if you're watching this i would recommend you listen to it um, but it's just about you become what you think about that's mm-hmm. it right and that's that's the that's not a new message by any means. Yeah. It's not a special message. Yeah. But what you think about expands. Mm. Like if you think your life is going to be good yes. and you think it enough and you actually believe it, mm-hmm. your life is probably going to be pretty good. If you, you know, are focused on health and you think about being healthy, you're probably going to make better health decisions. Yeah. yeah. And so that that book helps me a lot and it helps yeah. you keep on track. And just, you know, I, I don't typically have a negative mindset. Maybe mm-hmm. sometimes I do, but that that book helps a lot. And then when it comes to mentors. Um, I, my life is based a lot on standards. Mm -hmm. So like, what's my standard for revenue? What's my standard for, you know, the margin of my business? What's the standard for my brand? Mm. And I never really, you know, cause you can get complacent Mm and you're, if you're playing your own game Mm -hmm. a lot of times Mm -hmm. because you don't see what's possible. You're thinking, Hey, I'm making a hundred grand a month. Like I'm, I'm killing it, all this stuff. But if you never get out of your own ballpark and see maybe what's out there and what's possible and get around people who are doing more than you. Yeah. You'll be super complacent, and so I just got around people who were doing more than me, and mm-hmm. it, it really that's what motivates me more than yeah. anything. I'm like, hey, they're they're doing this, I I can do that too. Yeah, it's not like I'm um, hate. I'm not like, oh, the, you know, there's so much better than me that can never happen. It's like I could do that too. Yeah, and it's just showing that that it's possible.
0: Yeah, yeah. i mean and and you're not coming at it from an envious standpoint, like, ugh. because like you said, what you think about is what you become. So if you become envious, you become jealous, you become bitter, you become hateful, then you start attracting that stuff in your life. And you're wondering why, gosh, why is this all, why is all this happening to me? Well, they they always say what, um, bad things come in threes or what was it says, but I think it's because a bad thing happens and you're constantly thinking about this bad thing. So uh, you attract this other thing. And now you think about, oh my God, these two things happen. And then now another one, you know? And I said that one time in a podcast where I was like, when I was thinking about the most about my problems is when more problems just kept coming and I had to shift about thinking the problem and find the solution. So it's crazy because a lot of people, successful people will probably say what you think about is what you become. So there can't be a myth to this. It has to be some reality where guys like start it. Take, if you're listening right now, you're in your car, you're, you're listening on YouTube. Um, you're at home doing the laundry, whatever it might be doing. Just take this moment to think how you can start just thinking a little bit differently and stop. I hate to say this, but stop being a victim of your own circumstance.
1: Right. And so I I hear a lot like, oh, they got lucky. They didn't Mm. deserve that. Their parents were in the business Mm. or like they got in at the right time. You know, Uh, they got in, you know, let's just say you got into ACA in 2009 when every person on Earth was like left. You know, health insurance is a terrible industry. <laughs> yeah. Well, like Emily's here with us today. You know, yeah. they, they got into ACA around that time and now they're He's killing, killing it, it when everyone told them it was a bad opportunity. But I, I see a lot of people that are maybe envious, maybe jealous, mm-hmm. whatever it is. It comes from a place of insecurity where they're mm-hmm. like, Oh, well, they didn't actually earn that. And the reality yeah. is, is that they did, no yeah. matter no matter what it is. Yeah. And and you can either be envious of it and yeah. jealous, or mm-hmm. you can just be friends with them and learn from them. Because a yeah. lot of times. I have really good friends in the industry that like will just and all I hope I share some value with them but they'll just share this valuable yeah. information. Yeah. And if I would have been envious of that, I never would have got that information to help my business, right?
0: Mhm. Mhm. What do you think and you know I know we're we're coming up to about the 10 minute marker here and but I want to talk about that is what do you feel about when people are like so sh- I mean there's obviously there's some stuff because your time is valuable, so you can't take advantage of people's time. So I'm not saying go call Matt and tell him to tell you all your secrets. But at the same time, we're not like me, you, Emily, you're all here and we're all within the same like the same industry. And we're sharing stuff with each other where technically sometimes we don't directly benefit but we're benefiting from each other's conversation where, man, you said something that I can implement. She's saying stuff that you're saying stuff that she can implement. And it's just going around the circle um, where everybody's just sharing without the scarcity mindset of, Oh my God, they're going to take all my secrets and they're going to run with it. And they're going to kill it. Like, what do you say to those business owners out there? Or what do you say to those people that are very like, like, um, closed off. Like they're not willing to share. They're not willing to help. They're not willing to provide value because they're scared that, oh, they're going to take my secrets and run with it. Like, what do you think about that?
1: Yeah. So that um, mindset, you're, if, if you have that mindset, your business is probably not thriving mm-hmm. because you don't have an uh, abundance mindset like yeah. like especially in the insurance space and i know this isn't an insurance specific podcast but in the insurance space there's what twelve thousand people a day turn to 65 mm-hmm. and how many people like where i know there's opportunity is we talk to people every day mm-hmm. medicare only yeah so so there's not enough agents mm-hmm. and there's it's not oversaturated like all of agents that work with me they're like oh it's getting oversaturated i'm like no, it's not. Yeah. Like there, there's enough for everyone, especially the Medicare. I mean, any marketplace, I think there yeah, is. Yeah. Um, but that's it's usually coming from a scarcity mindset. And I would just challenge you to be willing to share and mm-hmm. watch what comes back. Mm-hmm. So I have a good friend in Florida, very successful guy you know, we'll share things like we just share things back and forth. Hey, I figured this out. Hey, I figured this Mm -hmm. out. And like it's made both of our businesses better. Mm -hmm. And we both could have thought, hey, I'm not going to share with him because, you know, he's going to take it and steal it and Mm -hmm. not give me anything back. But you can create some awesome relationships if you're sharing value back and forth.
0: And I also want to convey this message too because I at one time was in a bubble, too. And then I started, you know what? I want to get better. I want to go to these growth cons. I want to go to this medicare summit i want to go to this and what was happening is i just went to go learn for myself just to like what can i implement in my business but what happened was i was actually learning from the people around me not just the content but i'm like oh crap that guy's making how much and 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 this person's doing what and i'm over here thinking what i was doing was awesome Mm -hmm. so i was like you said you don't want to be the smartest in the room. You want to be, or you, you don't want to always be, you want to get out of your bubble because what happens is, is you're holding yourself down sometimes because of your circle, where if you just step out to the left or to the right, out of your circle, you're going to surround yourself by people that are actually doing more. And that is possible. And so if you're always like, in the same bubble, like if you have a group of friends, they're always out at the bar, nothing wrong with that, right? We all like a drink, but they're always at the bar every single night, parting, parting, parting. Then you're going to kind of become like that too. Or if you're with friends that are always like negative, 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 chances are you're going to start catching yourself to be like that too. So you have to be very aware of that does impact you But you also need to know like there are people when you start stepping out of those bubbles of the scarcity and don't share and keep it all a secret, but you just step out to the right and you meet people like Matt and Emily and Rebecca and all these people out there that are like willing to share and okay, like they're not scarce about it. Then you as a person start growing and you can implement that in any business. It doesn't matter if you're Like I, the cool thing is, is during coronavirus, I saw a lot of these uh, business owners, especially restaurants come together in San Antonio. They weren't thinking about, man, I don't want that business owner to get this. No, they collectively came together because there was a pandemic that just happened and they're all helping each other out. And guess what? Things are getting back, right? So I'm glad you said that because I feel like this message, whoever is listening out there and you are that person. You, they might not even be aware that they're that person, mm-hmm.
1: right? Yeah. And it, it also, what I what I found out is not everyone wants what I want. Mm-hmm. And so I was like telling some of my buddies, I'm like, oh, you guys need to do this and this and get out of these circles and stuff. And, and the reality was, is that they just didn't want what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And that was another thing I had to realize is I was like, oh, everyone wants to sell insurance and make a lot of money and all the, all mm-hmm. these things. Um, but it the first thing is, is if you want to get better, you got to be aware to get out of those circles. Um, and, and, uh, if you do like life, just your standards, it's, it's again, it's your standards. If you want to get healthy, get mm-hmm. around healthy people. Yeah. If you want to make a higher income, get around high income earners. Mm-hmm. If you want to build a business, get around business builders. And, um, there's no coincidence that it happens. Yeah. Um, and, and it's not hard to find the people I can tell you the people who are, who are probably doing more than you
0: uh-huh.
1: will probably want to help. Yeah, they definitely will. As long as you know, you're at, You're not a bloodsucker. Yeah, exactly. exactly. (laughs) exactly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, guys, like we're willing to share and help, but don't be that person that's like every single day. Can you help me? Can you help me? Because now you're just being a taker. You're not being. So my mantra is giving without expectation, but I'm also aware when people are taking advantage and that's actually doing yourself a disservice when you let people do that to you because it doesn't allow you to reciprocate to the people that actually deserve it, right? Um, so if you're take, 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 and you're not giving at some point, you're not, there's a gift. Uh, what's it called? The gift of re- res- reciprocity, reciprocity, however you say that. Yeah. So <laughs> even though I'm not going to expect anything from you, like if somebody asked me for money and I have it and I give it to them, I'm not going to be like, okay, give it back, give it back, give it back. Um, I'm just going to trust you that, you know, you're going to, you're going to, um, do the right thing. But at the same time, I'm not going to expect it back. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, because then I'm just thinking about it a lot of the time. Or if I give my lending ear or I give advice, I'm not, well, I gave it Matt advice today, so he needs to give me advice tomorrow. Right. But naturally, if you give me something, I'm like, damn, I, I feel like I want to give something Matt something back. Like, what can I give back? So, right? so
1: funny story. So I, I've i known Victoria <laughs> for, I don't know what, a year and a half, two years a year and a half. Yeah. Um, and we were just working independent of each other and, you know, we had asked some questions back and forth things. And I was like, and this was after two years and this is, if, if anybody's a recruiter watching this, this is a, <laughs> this is a, a key tip. Yeah. Help people and they'll mm-hmm. want to work with you. Yeah. And, and help them in multiple ways. So, so get so good at something, get, get, get at the sales, get good at the systems, get good at the process, mm-hmm. get good at marketing and branding, get good at all of it whatever you got to do to mm-hmm. do that. And then if you provide value, people will want to work with mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. And and it not only, it's not like, hey, I'm getting this, you know, we're working together and I'm making money off you. It's like, hey, I can help build, mm-hmm. like explode your business. Yeah. And then that makes money for everyone. Yep. And that's that's how I see it. Like I, I truly believe that if I work with, with a group mm-hmm. or with an agent, that they'll make more money with me uh-huh. than they will honestly with anybody else. Yeah.
0: I believe it. I mean, you guys have, well, not just the secret sauce, <laughs> but I'll tell you something about Matt because we were, he was here yesterday and we were built and I was like, hey, I asked something of him. I was like, can you help me with this? Because this would change our business like big time. He's like, oh, I, mean, I think I could do it. And I'm like, OK, we got to leave here at six because he got up at three in the morning and I was like, let's get let's leave out at six. So you can at least take a nap before dinner and get the nap in. And we were here to like almost seven o'clock. Cause he wanted to get it it done done, though. And
1: we We got got it it done. done. We got it done. So
0: when you, when you, the the good thing about you, the cool thing about you is that when somebody, when you say I'm going to do it, you are, you do do it and you do it faster than like beyond our expectations of getting it done. You know? Um, now if you're like that, if you're listening and don't, and I can learn from this too, don't be the person that, commits to something and ne- and never follows through because, um, I think it's in the four agreements, like, um, keeping your word.
1: Yeah. And it, I can tell you if you are a person, I mean, I've been, I think, I don't know if anyone's ever been perfect and I, and I'm a perfect example of like not doing mm-hmm. the things I said I was going to do. Mm-hmm. And and that's b- both to people and to myself. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, um, not only does it hurt the relationship, it begins, kind of a resentment Mm -hmm. you know oh well they told me to they're gonna do this and then they never did Mm -hmm. and then you start thinking of your brain starts getting creative and they start thinking well they didn't do this either and they didn't do this Mm. and then it starts creating a resentment so if you tell someone you're gonna even yourself so i'm big on confidence Mm -hmm. and and how you build confidence in my opinion is you keep the promises that you made to yourself Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so if you told yourself hey i'm gonna get up and i'm gonna go to the gym
0: yeah
1: you know, we're we're all you know it's a problem for everyone, including me. If you if you do get up, confidence. Yeah. If you don't, you're like, dang it! I do this every time, and then you're training yourself. You're training your confidence to say I don't follow through on mm, things. Yeah. But if you yeah. do start following through on things, you'll gain confidence, and confidence leads to a lot of good things in life.
0: Yes, it does. And you know, we we all need work. We're we are a constant, like we were doing sales training, right? And it's funny because. I was telling Matt, I was like, we didn't even, I didn't even expect you to come down for that, but that's kind of where it went. I was like, dang, there's a lot of things that we need to fix in our sales process. And because I've been in the business for a long time and sales for like over 20 years, you, you have to be a student always because the moment that you let your ego get in the way of anything, it doesn't matter. I've been married for 30 years. So I know how to have a good marriage. Probably not. I don't know. I've been doing this Teaching for this, so I'm the best teacher. It's a one thing to have confidence, but it's another thing to be a student of the game and always be learning, regardless of who you're next to. And and that's what this podcast is all about: is that whoever you're, you are, you're you're learning. Whether you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you're um, a server, you're a mom staying at home, you're a dad supporting the family. Whoever it might be that you're listening in, you can take some of these things and apply it in your situation, and. I guarantee you, and I bet Matt will say this too, I guarantee you, if you implement at least one thing, even if it's changing your mindset about always thinking about positive, or even if you're not a believer in, oh, if I think, you know, positive, I'm going to, things are going to happen, but like giving value, just one little thing, give value, give value to somebody today. Watch your day turn around, watch your week turn around, watch your month turn around. And then your life just starts to you're like, what the heck is Mm -hmm. happening around here? Right. Um, I think I think you gave a lot of great information. How can people find you? Like if they're like, man, I like this Matt guy. I want to work with him or I just want to follow him. He's cool. Where can people find you?
1: Uh, probably the best way to get a hold of me is just to text me. Don't don't call me because I don't answer calls typically. I, do you want to
0: give your number out? I'll though? give it out. 573-418-9806. Okay. All
1: oh, okay. nine eight zero six.
0: All right, guys. He ha- he's in a relationship, so don't yeah, don't don't, make, don't, it, don't, hit, make... don't
1: hit me up with that. So I'm, talk, <laughs> I'm talking business stuff.
0: Business um, stuff.
1: But well, one thing I'll leave the the listeners with is, um, I I heard a saying a lot, you know, quite a bit that information is power, and I just don't believe it. Like, I, I think that information is information. It's the application oh, of the, the information. information. And a lot of people, you know, I see it in this industry. I see it in other industries. Mm. They're going out and they're acquiring a lot of information, whether it's from YouTube Gosh. or from reading books or from events or whatever it might be. And they never implement the things that they learned. Like they, have, they just have a lot of information. That's so true. And, and what I can say is you can build your business off a of Google search and just actually doing the things that you find being resourceful and actually implementing Mm -hmm. and you can do whatever you want in life. And so that, that's all I got today.
0: Boom. You heard it first here on the producer boost pod. I don't think anybody's ever done a podcast with you like this, Matt. I'm going to say we really, I don't know, maybe they have, but I think I really learned more about Matt and, uh, and he gave a lot of um, his insight to you guys. So go follow him, Matt Temin, um, Medicare, no God diet,
1: Missouri, Medicare
0: advisors. (laughs) I got to see it a couple of times. I'm a visual person. Our
1: our branding must not be good enough.
0: No, it is. It is. I'm just, you you got me used to 10 minutes. So I gotta, I I gotta get out of that mindset now. Thank you so much for being on. It really helped. I think it really, it helped me. I actually, what I'm learning about these podcasts is actually helping me more than probably the listeners, but I hope the listeners are taking some of the information that's the goal. Um, so guys if be sure to listen into the next podcast if you have questions reach out to us the medicare space but also go follow the producer boost um, on iTunes and spotify and we'll see you guys on the next.